0: Amen. I know Will didn't eat enough pork if he can still hit them notes. (laughs) So you need to go back and get some more of that afterwards. Back to Philippians uh, in chapter number one. And I did say that I'm going to have a shorter message. And I I promised, I said I promised uh, out in the foyer, 15 minutes. uh, And and so I'm going to do that. I'm marking my time. And uh, and so we will uh, look at a couple more things here from Philippians one and two. Uh, Today, Pray for me. Uh, I think it was, well, I know it was during uh, when we're leaving for camp uh, and we're loading the trailer. It was early and I got full stride, almost a sprint coming out of that trailer and hit my head uh, on the edge of that trailer and jammed my um, neck. So I've been having headaches uh, for um, all this time. And so I'm eating ibuprofen two or three times a day, which I'm not supposed to have any at all. And, uh, and so if it doesn't go away this week or whatever, I'll probably go in and uh, get my head examined. <laughs> uh, and uh, I probably, probably ain't going to find anything uh, in there, but, uh, but we'll get it examined nonetheless. Uh, but just the headaches are kind of uh, pretty bad. So uh, if you'll pray, that'd be great. Now, uh, in Philippians chapter number one, of course, we ended up, and we won't, uh, for sake of time, I'll rehash what we talked about this morning. Uh, but Paul, as he's encouraging the Philippian church, uh, to, to grow in love, in knowledge, and understanding, to be uh, discerning people, uh, discriminating people, uh, people that have a joy and gladness uh, for the Lord uh, in a time uh, where um, it was more difficult, in fact, to serve the Lord and to plant churches then uh, than it is today. Uh, the leaders uh, of the world at that time uh, were a whole lot worse uh, than uh, what you know, what we have now, uh, even uh, some of the worst type of dictators uh, uh, that are out there. Uh, and so it was difficult. And it's, been, it's always been difficult to serve the Lord. And as he encouraged them, uh, he told them uh, a couple of things. And uh, years ago, I preached this message. I called it the right stuff. Uh, and, uh, and so I'll give you the points from that. And then we will uh, be done today. But in chapter number one, and we'll begin reading in verse number 15. The Bible says, some indeed preach Christ, even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. And In fact, Paul was happy when anyone was preaching the gospel, which, uh, which I've been encouraged people to say, well, Brother Reno, you just be happy they're preaching the gospel uh, as I confront uh, false teaching and different things. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, there are a lot of churches that aren't preaching the true gospel either. And uh, so they're off on a lot of things, and the gospel that they're preaching is not the gospel of the Bible, uh, and it's a watered-down version of it. Uh, that doesn't uh, touch uh, even on the topic of sin. Verse 16, The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, uh, therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. And uh, the Bible, God promises that His word won't return unto him void. And if the gospel is preached... Uh, and uh, his word is sown, whether it's in pretense or not, uh, whether there's sincerity on the part of the preacher, if there's false teaching or uh, worldly practices or whatever, um, there's always a promise attached to God's word. Uh, and, uh, and that's the aspect that he's preaching or the tone uh, that he's saying that we should rejoice Uh, when the Word of God, uh, in fact, is preached. He says, For I know that this shall turn to my salvation, verse 19, through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And here's our uh, first uh, uh, thing uh, of the right stuff. According to my earnest expectation and my hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, that it with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified uh, in my body, whether it be life or death. For me to live is Christ. And the die is gained. Uh, I think if we are as a church to go forward uh, and uh, be uh, successful, if I can use that uh, term, uh, in the eyes of the Lord, by the way, success in His eyes is a lot different uh, than what we think, uh, as the, the things that we would apply to that uh, by our worldly standards. Um, I think we need to have the right perspective. And that perspective is that Christ is magnified uh, in our life. Uh, in our body, uh, and to live as Christ and to die as gain, uh, when we have the spirit and attitude that he prayed that the Church of Philippi uh, had, which, uh, which his prayer uh, was answered in many respects, uh, because that was a church that flourished and God blessed it. And I'm thankful that we have it as an example in, in the Bible. Uh, but if we're going to have a, a church that goes forward uh, into the next however many years, if the Lord doesn't come back, I hope He does. Uh, and uh, i like to see 54, but heaven, heaven be better than 54, uh, I'm just saying. Uh, but, uh, but if we're 54 or 60 or whatever it is, we have to have the right perspective of the church. And that is to glorify God uh, in, uh, with our lives, uh, at all times. That means we need to be about the Lord 24 uh, 7, to live as Christ and to die as gain, the right perspective uh, in your mind. Number two is the right testimony uh, in your walk. Let's read on. He says, But if I live, verse 22, in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for the furtherance and joy of, uh, of faith that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Uh, he wanted them uh, to live in, uh, in joy and faith, uh, to walk with the Lord, to abide uh, with him, knowing that to be in heaven is a better place. Uh, but uh, if, you know, um, we're not there. Uh, so God wants us to live for Him. We need to have a right testimony uh, with our walk. Only, verse 27, let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come to see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast, one spirit, one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Our conversation in Christ, our testimony. Um, part of uh, our life or our perspective is we live for an audience of one. Uh, and, and that is true. Um, God is to be pleased before anybody else. And by the way, if, God's, if God we're walking with the Lord and God's pleased with us, uh, Bible says even our enemies will be at peace uh, if we're walking with Him. And even though we live for an audience of one and then our testimony with the Lord is the most important, people do watch you. Uh, people uh, learn. They see our actions, what we do, how we how we uh, how we go through our life. Are we honest? Are we are we genuine? Uh, do we cheat uh, on things? Do we steal? Uh, our conversation needs to be. Um, with the Lord Um, so uh, we strive together for the gospel Uh, we have the right perspective to live for Christ to die is gain Uh, we'd rather be in heaven uh, but we're here just like the apostle Paul and so he says let your conversation be uh, the right conversation Uh, your testimony what people think of you know of you and there's all kinds of cliches Uh, you know uh, sometimes we worry about what people think of us uh, and we need to focus on what God knows about us uh, and and we have these little sayings, but um, like it or not uh, people people do watch what you 're doing, so you 've got to have the right speech and uh, and you have to you have to do do good, (laughs) Uh, just like Jesus went about doing good to live out uh, righteous things. People need to see your good works and glorify God uh, in heaven. uh, And you give an answer of the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, but only if people see. Uh, So you have to have the right perspective in your mind, number two, the right testimony uh, in your walk, uh, and then the right spirit Uh, In your heart, look down to chapter number two. Uh, The Bible says in verse one, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship in the spirit, uh, if any bowels of mercy, there's that bowels again. Uh, And uh, and so love and mercy is fulfill ye my joy that you be like minding, have the same love being of one accord uh, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. And look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others, And uh, that's not a verse that's really consistent with minding your own business. Uh, and uh, some of it has to do with the context of making sure that uh, people are taken care of uh, and look out to their needs. Uh, be generous uh, when it comes to giving and uh, in, in, in helping of other people. Uh, but we're not to have, nothing should be done through strife or, or vainglory. Not because we're angry, want to get it done. Is there, a, is there a, uh, an alert or something? <laughs> oh, a vacuum's going. All right, uh, which is a sure sign that you should be in church uh, right now. It's not a vacuum. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, nobody looked to see who comes in here in a minute. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, we need to esteem each other better than self. Um, we are too self-centered. Uh, when, you, when you live for God uh, and put others first, uh, and you do it because you love the Lord, uh, you're going to be much better off. You have to have the right spirit in your heart. You need to have humility. Uh, we should have uh, self, uh, selflessness instead of selfishness. Um, it's, just the, it's just the mark of our generation, of our time. Uh, everybody is out to get what they can, can what they get, uh, and we are, um, we are all together uh, in, not of the right heart. So, um, esteem others better. Uh, And uh, Love Your Brethren, Uh, he says, if you want uh, a church that's going to go forward uh, and uh, his prayer for them, that they should grow in love and knowledge and understanding, approving things that are excellent, uh, that they should have the right perspective in their mind, uh, the right testimony in their walk, the right spirit in their heart uh, and forth. uh, And lastly, we'll read here uh, in the latter part of chapter number two, but we'll begin reading in verse number nine. Uh, Of course, speaking of the Lord uh, here, it says, Wherefore God has also exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord uh, to the glory of God the Father. Let me stop there for just a second and say our job is to, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, the Bible says, we persuade men. We're to preach the gospel to every creature. Um, there are skeptics and scoffers. There is pushback uh, that is given all the time uh, by people. Um, we get frustrated uh, at the news cycle. Uh, we see um, all of the stuff that's going on, uh, and we pray for, we wish that we could be, uh, we could have more of a voice and maybe convince people. But here's the deal. Um, we need to be faithful in our witness, we need to be salt and light. We're not responsible for the results. We're responsible to spread the gospel and to go and do what God has called us to do. Um, but one day, um, maybe even, you know, despite all of our failures uh, in reaching people and all the pushback uh, and all of the everything that exalts itself above the name of God. Um, there's going to be a day when every, every head's going to bow, every knee's going to bow, every tongue's going to confess uh, that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's no other name uh, given among men. And, uh, and so there's a part of me uh, that when, uh, when I'm being uh, ridiculed uh, or made fun of uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, people are rolling their eyes as you're sharing the gospel, um, there's a part of me in the back uh, of my mind that's thinking, okay. Um, one day, uh, there'll be no, no eye rolling. Uh, and you don't believe this now, but everybody will. And by the way, whenever uh, I preach a lost funeral uh, for somebody, I often kind of approach it from the standpoint, maybe they weren't saved. Uh, and, uh, but I say, now that they've stood before God, uh, they know that everything in this book is true. Saved or lost, to be absent from the bodies, be present with the Lord. And, uh, and a lost man's going to stand before God, uh, and he's going to bow before him. Uh, if the saved man uh, will bow before him, everybody's going to know that this book. And so the minute someone steps out into eternity, uh, the skeptic and the scoffer or whatever, uh, they're going to realize that what you've preached to them about the gospel is true. And, uh, and, and so I try to communicate that so people are, well, he's saying that this a person gets saved uh, and that person knows that that is true. They might not know that they did that or uh, they wonder whether or not they had accepted Christ as their savior, uh, but they'll know that the word of God is true. And that's what I actually said at my dad's, uh, my dad's funeral. My dad was lost, uh, but he, he, he knew the minute he stood before God that everything I told him about Jesus was true. Uh, and, uh, and uh, that should be um, uh, a help to us uh, as we witness to people. Uh, but here's the thing. We need the right coach <laughs> uh, in our corner. He says this in verse 13, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. He says, Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless. Uh, and uh, that means just don't complain. Uh, do everything. Uh, so uh, we're supposed to pray for every man. That includes every man. Uh, We're supposed to, you know, all means all, all the time, and God says to do all things without murmings and disputings. Uh, Not arguing about it, not complaining about it. Uh, There are a lot of there are a lot of tasks uh, that. Uh, We have to do, um, well, we got cleanup afterwards. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, we're probably, I'm probably going to spend some time cleaning carpets uh, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, and uh, just as kind of the custom after all these things. Um, But, uh, but I'm not going to be, you know, uh, like that one person I said, Dean the Nazarene, uh, you know, as I'm cleaning the carpets, uh, angry at everybody, uh, you know, that spilled on the, you know, uh, and complaining. Why? Because they're supposed to do all things. Uh, without that uh, in God, and here's the here's the point, and I'm done. It's God which worketh in you both to will and to do. We don't do anything for God um, unless God first gives us the willingness, the will to do it, and the ability to do it. You don't you don't you know you can't pat yourself on the back for going so winning or uh, working on the you know a work project or uh, whatever. Everything you do. Uh, you do because God's initiated it in your heart uh, to, to will and to do it. Uh, it's all because of the Lord. You wouldn't get out of bed in the morning uh, if, if, the, if the Lord uh, wasn't involved in it. That's just how we are. Um, and, uh, and so uh, we need to have uh, Jesus uh, and realize that, yes, he is in the corner, and we give him the glory uh, for all that he has done. And so the right stuff means we need the right perspective in our mind, the right testimony in your walk. Uh, the right spirit in your heart, and the right coach in your corner. And my 15 minutes is up. Let's all stand. Uh, heads are bowed and eyes closed. And uh, we're going to have uh, Miss Amanda come and play Hymn of Imitation.